0: welcome back to the Gundog notebook this is episode ten. this is number ten um ten is a pretty significant number I would like to say it's it's uh it's good that I've gotten where I've gotten uh and it's just like a landmark for me just subconsciously lets me know where I'm at but uh I appreciate all the support first and foremost to the people that uh subscribe to my podcast people that are interested in, uh, contributing to my Patreon account, um, the people that I met at South Fork, Shane Drake, uh, you know, all the guys that, that, that run South Fork, um, hunting preserve up in Danielsville, Georgia, and, uh, just everybody else, even the shooters out there, like all the, the, the energies and the vibes, they were all good vibes, so, I just wanted to say shout out to everything and everybody that were out in the field yesterday uh, during the Continental uh, Pheasant shoot. Also, to my best friend Josh, same, who finally got out there. It, It took us a bit of time, but we finally got him out there, and he definitely had some good hits yesterday. So, I mean, shout out to him. He came, and of course... I'm always interested because Josh is from London, so, you know, there's this whole British history that I'm interested in as far as pheasant shooting and and how it goes. So, um, I got a couple of good things today just to, uh, kind of give you guys a heads up. I got, uh, some dialogue from Shane Drake, from Drake's Gun Dog. He's a cool dude, and that's clearly Ruger in the kennel shuffling around, if y'all can hear it, um. Shane Drake was really, 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 really cool, and his dog, Cy, a.k.a. Psy the Asshole, as he, as he puts it, Sai uh, was on it, too, yesterday. That's why I like them German short hairs, man, and I, I'm, I'm having this back-and-forth dialogue. I said it in the last episode. I don't quite know where I want to go with it yet, but the more and more I see these short hairs, the more and more I'm starting to feel them. So, uh, and, and Shane also had some beautiful pups yesterday, also that were just kind of scurrying around, little five-week-old pups, man, if I had got Ruger at five weeks old, uh, I don't, I wonder what that experience would have been like, I got Ruger at about four months, uh, so he was a, a little bit bigger, he could fit in the, the crevice of my arm, like, I could hold him with one arm, he wasn't that heavy, but he was just bigger than five weeks, um, and, you know, still crazy, as crazy then as he is now, so, uh, yeah, I'm. I mean, and y'all may hear this. My my wife gets tired of me going back and forth, but y'all gonna have to deal with me because y'all find interest in it. And y'all y'all probably know better than I do what 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 next dog I should uh be looking into. So my list right now, and uh, if you guys want to give me some more inf- information insights, you know y'all can feel free to hit me up uh, on the. Gun dog notebook Instagram or if you want to email me at Red Clay 9 Training at gmail.com or uh I don't know on the Facebook page. It's it's uh Red Clay 9 Training as well. Uh you know, if you guys got some insights, some suggestions, please send them to me because I would love to know what uh you know what 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 other options I have, but right now probably keeping it simple and just stick either with a point lab or German short hair and hell German short hair is I'm, I'm I think I'm tied for first place right now with that point lab so that's it but anywho yesterday uh, January 27th we went to South Fork hunting preserve to do a continental pheasant shoot that was awesome it was my first time doing it and I mean, man, the energy that was there. And I'm not gonna lie, I ain't gonna brag. I had a good uh good overhead shot. First bird that came my way, good old overhead shot, 90 degrees up in the air, made me feel good. Even dudes behind me was like, dang. So uh that was cool. My buddy Josh had plenty of good shots. I mean, we both did. I think I wanna say we both came out with about five birds. For sure hit um there may have been a straggler in there that we we that may have been questionable but um to those of you guys that don't know what a continental pheasant shoot is you essentially stand in a huge circle uh you and however else many hunters is out there and the birds are released from a tower in the middle of this big ring and basically i mean it's it's all kind of dog handlers and other folks bring their dogs and the pheasants fly, and if they fly in your lane, in your zone, you knock them out the air. Um, you know, you send your dogs in to retrieve and and pick up birds and stuff like that. So, to get into it, Ruger did a hell of a job today. I mean, all the work that we've been doing, especially with them uh, docking training scents and scent dummies and all uh, all the stuff that we've been doing, them good old 70-yard retrieves that we've been practicing, Oh, Ruger was on it. Now... They split it up into two halves, and the first half, he was he was a little wired up. It was too many. There was a lot of dogs around, um, young, old, um, a lot of energy. He got that whiff of birds, so he, he got a little, I ain't going to say bird drunk, but a little bird tipsy here and there. Um, and, I mean, it was just a lot of stimulation, but he still did his job. I mean, he was marking birds really well. Um, that's actually the best I've seen him mark uh birds in the air that are going down that's the best i've ever seen him do and i mean he was just on it it was a few times he got a little little misdirected i mean and and i can't blame him for that to be his first experience out there like that because it's just going to take a lot a lot a lot of uh exposure to that so you know, with that being said, I wanna I wanna definitely shout out my dog Ruger, who was just out there. He's a young pup, and he he was he was on it. He was on his game. I couldn't ask for any better performance. Um, and if I did, I probably would sound like a hater. I don't know, but you know, looking up, it's the morning after the hunt. It's about twelve o'clock and twelve o'clock in the afternoon now. Woke up a little late, tired. And I can't do anything but just really continue to to thank my dog, thank Josh, uh, and just really, 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 really appreciate and enjoy, you know, where we've come. Uh, and and by what I mean, where we've come, like Ruger started with I, you, Ruger and I both started with nothing. Um, hold on, I gotta type something okay. So, Ruger started with nothing but hunting instinct, like the drive was good. And and as I tell people all the time, get a young dog with the instinct built in, a lot of the stuff you won't have to worry about. And I'm also under, I feel like if you get a dog with a high enough prey drive, gunfire. Probably won't bother them as much I mean of course, don't go up and fire the dog fire a gun off behind the dog after, as he's eating like that's stupid don't do that but um you know a dog with a high enough prey drive that them that gunfire wouldn't bother him and you still got to do your fair your your fair share of gun work and stuff like that but it's uh that's not something we ever had to battle with and I even I can even use uh one of Shane's pups, little German short hair pups. I noticed Shane's um Shane's little ones is his I think it was his daughter that had a pheasant feather in in her hand, and she was kind of messing around with the pup and and this is credit to Shane for, for doing his doing the right thing and, and breeding well, but that little five week old pup was literally pointing. Like it was the coolest thing in the world, and at five weeks, you're not teaching a dog anything. You're not teaching the dog anything. You're letting him just exist and figure out the world. And that little dog held a point, like to the fe- to the feather, just leg cocked up, pretty stance. If I could have got dang it, if I could have got him, if I could have picked him up, I would have done it. But uh, you know that that's just very interesting to me to see how that works, but. You know, yesterday was just a blast. I couldn't, you know, when you guys are are getting these gun dogs and and you send them to the trainers, and I mean, that's cool, and I would love to send my dog to like a trainer like George Hickox or something like that, and, and me be out there, but the best thing you can do, and I've probably said this time and time again, is just exposure. Keep birds in that dog's face. Just keep them in the face. You know, um, this dog has the rest of the year outside of hunt season to not be in birds. And even with that, it still takes a lot of, you know, off-season training, which we're about to crank up soon. So, that was really, really good. I also want to see if we can get out there on that March 31st hunt. So, I'm hoping you guys hold me to it. I'm going to try my best to get out there on March 31st to, to end the season out. Um, I've got some pen birds, Ruger, my dog has a thing about rolling around in the kennel and making as much noise as he possibly can when he hears I'm talking, but uh, back to the birds, so in February, we're going to do some pen birds, some pen raised quail, and it'll be a birthday type thing for me, and it is February 20th, by the way and uh you know just gonna keep that exposure and just have a good time i can't wait to slap these birds on these pheasants that we got yesterday on the grill and shout out to south fork again when we got out the birds were clean i mean like cleaned a good good size bag too i mean that was that was dope guys so i just really appreciate that um you know jacob colby um i'm terrible with names so if i didn't shout out anybody from south fork like just know that that was meant for you too uh i'm gonna keep going to south fork just historically there are two things that i know i'm gonna do every season and that's go to south fork hunting preserve uh for all of their stuff quail and pheasant and doves like i'm gonna keep doing i didn't get any doves this year and that's fine no big deal but uh it's just a good place good spirits uh everything and i want to get those guys on the podcast too um i kind of put a beat in their ear already so you know hopefully we can make that happen um shane guides dogs and it's and and you can you can talk to him and, and tell the passion that he has for it and that damn sigh that damn sigh right there that's a cool dog um that's a super cool dog. If you check the Tumblr out, you guys will be able to see more uh, photos, or or check out the uh, Instagram, and you know, you guys will be able to see stuff like that. So, all in all, man, I'm just really, really, really excited to have had that experience yesterday. And I'm relatively young, going into my third season of hunting, and I and and I would say third season of hunting next next season because my First was a bit of a watch, and by third season, I mean third season hunting with a dog. I think I, that's what I want to say. I had one like a half a season before that, um, and it was okay, but I didn't really get the. I, I I didn't come out with the knowledge that I have now. This coming up on season three next year, uh, there's so much more to know, so much more to learn, and uh, you know, and go about it like that. So, man. <laughs> I'm I'm waking up fired up, and I like to see that. Now, also, there were so many top quality labs out there yesterday, older ones too, and a few, and and one that was like Ruger's age. Uh, Ruger's about sixteen months now, give or take, somewhere in there. And <laughs> when you see when you see these older dogs after they didn't got that puppy energy out of them, like crazy old Ruger over here um when you see those dogs it 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 gives you motivation to keep working yours and just wait it out just and I love all that energy my dog has I do He, he crazy as all get out I'm not gonna say he not he old knucklehead but he does his job well nobody can say that that dog my Ruger does not do his job well and what I appreciated out there was also the fact that everybody else had Top quality dogs out there at South Fork, like whether they were young dogs or whether they were older dogs that you can tell folks spent their time getting a good quality dog, even the English cocker out there a little little baby little English cocker he was out there running around just like a little fireball that's what I heard I love to see that that little English Cocker and uh he even picked uh, i think it was a, I think it was a girl actually, but she even uh picked up. A couple of pheasants like quite a few of them just a little pup too just a little fireball out there on the field so that's what I wanted to see and that's what gets me all juiced up and fired up to to keep doing this hunting thing I, I like all the other forms of hunting I definitely have a respect for them and I'm probably gonna pick up my bow uh for next season and start practicing with that over the summer I just need to get it repaired so as long as I can do that um, I'll I'll definitely be doing that next season. But you know, my bread and butter is upland. That's my thing. Waterfowl, I'm gonna say that's like a close, close first place. But I think I really just have a passion for upland hunting. Um, it's something about it. Ducks are great, but Georgia's not necessarily known as a duck state, so I have to do a lot of traveling out to well, I'm going to be doing traveling out to Kansas now, like I said. Um and I'm torn between the two, but I might say my first love has got to be upland birds. I, I gotta say that now. Ducks, there's just an artistry to it. There's an artistry to both of them. I don't think I have a mutual respect for the two, but my first love might be upland. Um, these pheasant shoots, man, I'd be watching um, like British Field Sports Channel and and stuff like that and shooting times and all of that on YouTube and these guys are shooting these birds out the air, good passing shots and now I now like it, it all the pieces came to the puzzle yesterday. I remember in my head watching one of the birds fly in front of me and, and I literally had enough time to tell myself, you know, start from behind, touch the bird's head with your uh, with the beat of your gun and then move forward a little bit, aim not aim but point and fire and with that lead i definitely hit that bird i mean it was textbook you know did that ruger sat steady released him ruger goes out there and retrieves a bird that i didn't even see i didn't even know that bird was out there i sent him to go get another one he goes for the furthest bird which was great which was what we've been training for goes for the furthest bird picks up that one and I'm like Ruger, Ruger, here, 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 beep, 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 you know, throwing, blowing my whistle, and I'm, th- I'm, I'm just totally wrong. I'm just thinking that Ruger uh, was just out there being, being old crazy dog, and then just had overrun the bird. No, I should have trusted the dog and known what he was doing because the guy that was in the station next to me was like, "Oh no, he's fine. He's actually going to pick up another down bird." Oh, okay. Well, let me excuse this shit out of me then. Let me pick up um, my jaw from being blown away and let this dog do his job. And oh, crazy Ruger, he kept the pheasant that he, the furthest bird, he kept the pheasant in his mouth, goes to that same dude to just get a little back rub. Oh, arrogant dog. Bird still in the mouth, brings it all the way to me. Um, we still got to work on that finishing and retrieving the hand. For some odd reason, he does not like to do that. Um, so I need to figure that out. But I mean,. I, that dog definitely was in between 70 and 100 yards away from me and went out retrieved a long bird brought it back to me and um then I sent him back out to pick up the bird that I actually really wanted him to pick up so it was just it was a double retrieve he uh snatched a couple of birds up as they were trying to run went ahead tackled them down brought them back to me and uh I don't know if y'all like to do this, but I teach my dog a lesson. Keep that bird in your mouth, because as soon as you put it down, like I like them when they run, because it it forces him to learn. You drop that bird, that bird's going to run off. So, and he did that one time. That good old pheasant, it was hit, he was crippled, but he kept running off. And Ruger finally picked it up and brought it to me. So we are going to uh, do some finishing work on him as far as bringing it all the way back to hand he's 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 good and he does it 70 80 percent of the time but i don't have a 70 80 percent dog so that's something if i had to say i worked on even ashley noticed she was like yo he just refuses to bring that bird all the way back to hand every time um so we got to do that and I, i don't I don't necessarily think I have to like force break, like force break my dog. I don't think I do because he he holds naturally anyway. So I want to figure out a better way to just get him to bring it all the way back. It's not that he doesn't want to Ruger's just old selfish dog Um, and he wants a part of the action. But I mean, that happened once, twice, maybe that I can remember every other time he brought it back to hand. So it's just a matter of consistency um but I think my biggest battle that I'm fighting with Ruger is age you know he's just young young and silly that's really it young and silly I can't say anything else aside from him so um with all that being said that is my recap aside from the dog Ruger tried to jump off the trailer uh you know, as we were driving, as they were transporting us to our stations, which thank God I had him on. I, I had by a collar, but I don't know. This dog is like a tank. He, he'd be trying to do stuff. And maybe when people say, uh, your dog takes after the owner. Cause I definitely jumped off the side of a truck when I was like 16 years old and broke my whole jaw, like shattered it, like into pieces as the truck was moving. So maybe that's my dog's karma get back or something like that trying to be like me now i don't want my dog to break his face like i did because yeah i did um so yeah that that, that, all i could think of was like why did you try to do that man um so yeah outside of that uh i want to go ahead and put on the you know the short interview that i have with shane drake um you know, kind of probing his brain, and and maybe we can get on here, um, you know, get him on here a, a few more times, or anything like that, who knows what the future holds, and then, uh, put on the interview with Josh, who, hopefully, I gave him the good old drug, now, hopefully, he got that pheasant, and hunting, and shooting thing, well soaked into his system, because, uh, Josh told me he had a real good time yesterday, so, um, then, at the end, We may follow up or may just let it go. So we'll see. But thank you guys for listening. If I don't do a a follow up at the end. uh, Thank you guys for listening. And man, just just look forward to more good times. It's stuff like that that really makes me appreciate the why behind all of this. You know, everybody has their own why. But it's the experiences and the friendships and the bonding that make bird hunting what it is and make gun dogs what they are you know so all right um i'm gonna transition to shane drake's interview and then after that i will uh go ahead and transition to josh's little little interview we were in the car when we did that also all right guys But, sorry, <laughs> he's been whining the whole time. He is ready. Is he always this ready? Yeah. Okay. Really, mm-hmm. just fired up all the time. There's, there's no quit, now. There's no... Josh, you wanna hop in this, man? Yeah, I'm gonna put I'm gonna put part of this on our on that podcast.
1: Put him down. Let him run around.
0: So, and how 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 old are these guys? Five weeks. Five. Five weeks. Oh my goodness! Gosh. Mm-hmm. I'm, yeah, I'm sold. Okay. Beautiful. So, Gun Dog Notebook Podcast, we got Shane Drake over here.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, can you tell me again what you do, Shane?
1: Uh, well, you my Monday through Friday, you know, it was like I said. I, uh, I'm a habitat and wildlife manager. a Of uh, a private hunting a piece of property, private hunting preserve. Cool. Up in uh, Banks Crossing. Cool. So. I'm okay. Okay. Maintaining the property.
0: Yeah. And and they
1: used to, you know main thing is deer and turkey. They try to hunt over there. Yeah.
0: Do so, you get a chance to bring him to work? Mm-hmm. Would you? Depending on what I'm doing.
1: Yeah. And, you know, like right now, all we're doing with all the seasons pretty much being done. You know, yeah. We're just doing a lot of cleanup around the property. So I just pretty much just run around cutting up trees and stuff. So he comes out there and just runs around and, and does what and he wants the, to do.
0: Man, you're lucky. <laughs> it's great to do, bring your dog to work the day every day. <laughs> And so. so, how did how you think he did today? Picking up,
1: he did really well. Except towards the end, he, got, he pissed me off. He he got hit a couple times that yeah. he called yeah, like I said, he, he got t- I guess he got tired or, or whatever it was. And I sent him in a couple times, and he went to the edge of the the cover and kind of stopped and turned around. And I said, "Hell no!" Yeah, like no, nah, we we, we got
0: to get you back in there. Mine yeah. did that though. Um, I I probably hit him a, a couple of times with my uh e-collar but it wasn't terrible I um it was more so I caught myself just more or less trying to keep him on track yeah. um, and he, he picked up on it so that's cool but I was watching side, like from a distance dude and that he was stable like he was definitely um doing his job and then at one point you had out in the middle Yo, that was cool. <laughs> yeah.
1: It was funny because I, I thought the bur- when it came down, it looked like it'd been shot. So yeah. I, I sent him. I told him, you know, send him to retrieve it. And he locks up. I'm, I'm like, damn it! And I, I was hollering at him, fetch yeah. it, fetch it, fetch it. And he and wasn't he moving. Just... I was like, it must be alive. So i <laughs> walking out there, and sure enough, it, it's still running around. Mm-hmm. It, it got up and flew. I was like, whoops.
0: So do you? Um, I guess he won't. He won't. If it ain't dead, he won't. Uh, fetch it, dead. cause my... That old knucklehead over there, mm-hmm. I'll let them chase, chase and snag it up off the ground. Yeah. Some people don't like doing that though, <clears throat> but I figure it's free game if you run yeah. it on the ground.
1: Well, for our purpose, I mean, just you know, from guiding and everything, what we do for safety reasons, you yeah. know, I don't like them doing it. Right. Um, but just because you know, when you're guiding hunts, you don't know what in the hell somebody's
0: going through their head. Like. Right, and they get to shooting too early. Mm-hmm. That's what I do like about here, though, that safety. I mean, just 45 degrees. I and I'm with it. I mean, don't shoot till you see blue. Yeah, I had to I
1: had to get after a couple of people actually. Yeah, there's was, there was a group of like three guys. So I had to tell them a couple of
0: times. Just like to so, chill out. Mm-hmm. Well, that's cool. All right, so this is my question, and you you're the person that would best advise me. I thought about a point lab, and I'm thinking about a short hair. <laughs> Why should I get a short hair?
1: Well, <clears throat> man, because I'll do. I mean. That, the versatile dog. I mean, I know, yeah. I know Labs can do a lot, but I mean, I, the reason I went with a short hair, it, you know, just they'll do everything. I had duck hunt with that dog. We we shoot pheasants. We you know we hunt grouse. Um, yeah. You know, I just the, that's my opinion. You know, yeah, it's, it's you know they're great family dogs. They're great looking dogs.
0: They are. Um, How does he do? Know, um, well, I mean, he's, his hair is clearly a lot. He's got a lot less hair than Ruger does. Um, so when like early August. Can you get him going around that time? Because, you know, it's yeah. still pretty hot here. Well, we, we train.
1: I mean, even, we run birds year-round. Yeah. You know, even on off-season, even a couple weeks after the season ends, we'll go out, you know, we'll, we'll pick up, buy a couple of birds and put them out. And, and put them out. Do stuff. Um, it just depends on the weather. You know, obviously in the middle of summer when it's hot as hell, you know, we get out as early as we can, you mm-hmm. know, <clears throat> that way right as the sun's coming up, mm-hmm. try and get out there and plant a few birds. Yeah. And uh, I usually don't do more than six. But yeah. if he's showing signs, you know, that he's hurting, you know, I'd go ahead and put him up anyway, regardless yeah. of how many we ran.
0: We started uh, in September-ish this year. And September this year was still too hot. Yeah. Like, it was way too much. And we would get out, like, before the sun's coming up and stuff. But I I messed around. It was one where we did a little, just a, a few board, birds placed around. I put out, like, six or okay, seven. Cater. And he did okay, but I can just tell he wasn't comfortable with it. So, my goal, I want to get I'm, – I'm really, 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 really considering a short hair just so I can honestly tag team them. Yeah. And, you and then, know, he flushed <laughs> while this one points and mm-hmm. so on and so forth.
1: I've seen a lot of people that you get Especially, you get to – well, I mean, you're necking You are down there in, you know, middle and south Georgia, there's big plantations. There's a lot of people that do that. Yo, You know, they yes. run pointers The pointers a point. And their, their pointers, then, I mean, I, I've seen folks that – their pointers don't even retrieve all they do is point and they send a flusher in there to flush the birds yeah so i mean if that's where you're trying to get
0: to you know i um, i could do that because my buddy um another guy that i interviewed uh so there was a third episode of my podcast he doesn't let his short hair uh retrieve he'll let his drop retrieve yeah um but he's you know that's his meat dog so he's just kind of like you know go for it but uh He's trying to field trial his short hair, so he just will not let that dog retrieve. So it's interesting. Um, with with the way I think I'm gonna end up training them, I, I, I've heard it to where some guys just pretty much, hey, look, whichever dog puts it up, that's theirs to get. You know, um, it was one something I was listening to where if his pointer points and then he'll let it go in and flush, he just lets that dog get it, and then he has a lab that clearly don't point and he just kind of lets it go from yeah. there and he'll let that the short hair range out further and keep the lab within yeah circle so it's just different cool little mm-hmm. techniques what do you think joe the whole day
1: yeah it was a great experience yeah
0: okay cool
1: fun to actually be shooting birds you know not some clay these continental birds are a lot of fun i like doing them
0: yeah so i uh on, mm-hmm. I want to find out if we're still doing the one on February 3rd. Okay. Um, if not, I've got, I want to do some pen, uh, some pin birds on my birthday. It's February 20th. So, of course, if you're around, you know, you're welcome to come. Cool. Um, I don't know what you're doing around that time. It's so far out. But I want to also, if, 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 if I can get back here on that 31st shoot. I mean, that's two months away. It's so a lot of birds. Dude. I mean, if it's anything like this, that's gonna be.
1: It'll be better than this. <laughs> I guarantee you that it'll be better than this one. And this is actually this is the smallest one that we've had this year.
0: Really, mm-hmm. man. So, so how many people normally are here? Usually,
1: there's between about I think we I think there were I think there were twenty stations. Yeah, twenty one something like that. Yeah. Um, normally, there's between about thirty. That's not thirty is usually how many how many we we have. Yeah. But during that that March thirty first one, like I said, I mean, usually we have about fifty stations plus. Yeah. Um and actually last year was the first time they did a morning flow and then an afternoon one. Yeah. Um I think Colby's planning on doing it the same way again. Um man. but with that one, like I said, I mean the great thing about it is it doesn't matter how many people show up. Yeah. All the damn birds are it's
0: going out. So y'all are also some fools out there getting everybody hyped up and hooping and hollering and yelling. That was funny, man. Yeah,
1: it's a nice little added
0: element. <clears> <throat> yeah. I mean, 'cause this Sometimes in what I notice, hunting gets it seems some guys are very 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 serious nah, yeah. Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> yeah and it's like we out here having kind a good right. time mm-hmm. you know it's you want your dogs to act right and you want this you want that and everybody um you you want your day to go smooth mm-hmm. but having that humorous element in there is really really cool yeah. too so I mean i I just I wouldn't take that back for the world. <laughs> yeah, that was
1: uh, that guy, Brett, that you met That was him mm-hmm. and uh, this other guy. I forget the other dude's name. He, he only comes up for the, to do that, but uh, that's yeah. what I do. Just come in here and throw his birds. Man.
0: And them black ones. I don't know which ones are, like, pretty because the roosters were, like, beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, But them... uh. Them blackbirds, mm-hmm. never seen them before. Those are wild. Dude. Yeah, man. It's
1: like, I mean, Did you <clears throat> did you actually have you seen the hens? Or did you yeah, see I'd the seen the hens. Um, the hens, they, like, even, because you know, like on a regular pheasant, the hens are just kind of that brown color. Right. Body. Those are the ones that and I've that,
0: seen before.
1: Well, the, the, the mutant hens, like, they're black and they've got a little bit of iridescent on them, too. Really? They're wild looking. Yeah. Dude,
0: I think I. The, those,
1: those roosters are pretty as hell, too, they. Yo,
0: and they were good sized birds, mm-hmm. too. I mean, Huge, so and yo, some of them birds was like really like eating some of them shots. <laughs> it was <laughs> on, we were watching like yo that bird, and you can see like the feathers come off of it. They're tough. <sighs> tough.
2: It needs to fly. Yeah. <laughs> it, it
0: was like yo, <clears throat> we just watched that bird eat it, and then it was another <laughs> ate it, and then another guy shot, it, and it finally went yeah. down. Um, and then Josh got a good shot. I guess that bird it, you hit it, and it was kind of like sinking its way into the tree so they're they're tough man they're definitely tough now is it different earlier in the season versus now for as as like birds fly? yeah as far as just how tough they are because eh, not really yeah i mean
1: you know they they, they fly a little faster now because they are a little a little older mm-hmm. but you know as far as the rest of us concerned you know it's the
0: Pretty, pretty, yeah, pretty mean, cause most
1: folks. Because, like, funny, a lot of folks come out here and they are shooting. You know, regularly like seven and a half eights. Yeah, you, know, you, know, you, need, you need sixes at least. Dude,
0: I had, I was shooting five. Yeah, I was. I shot a five, and <laughs> like I said, one of the birds ate mine because I. I think I want to say I hit five that I know of mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah, there was there was a questionable one in there. Um, but I mean overall, like I. I can't say how, how set I'm. I'm cool with the way Ruger operated today. My shooting was pretty, pretty solid. Josh had some good shots too. Um, I just wanted to kind of, kind of get myself going because that first shot it was like overhead mm-hmm. and one flew ninety degrees over, knocked him <laughs> down. I was like, yes. So we were we were good to go, man. I uh, and I want to. Get back out here as much as we can, and definitely. next season for sure. Mm-hmm. Next season, I'm gonna do. I want to see if we can get on doves too, because I came out here during early dove season, like that first opener. Mm-hmm. Um Nothing really came of it, which is, you know, it's fine, it's say or miss. But this, I'm definitely coming back next season for mm-hmm. sure.
1: And last Saturday every month. Yeah, starting in September. Yeah, so this so. is
0: this is worth worthwhile and worth the time and at least it'll be good because his nose is flooded full of birds and then he'll know next time we go to kansas he'll know better what they are are, because he he walked over one Mm -hmm. and you know it flushed behind me and i totally missed the shot because it was in the sun but so that's all but shane man i i can't say how much i appreciate it we're gonna get on the road for sure and i'm gonna end up calling you a little bit later on for that um That brewery and stuff like that. Okay, so that was uh, Shane Drake and his podcast. Um, I also really appreciate having 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 kids out there. They just make the experience even more uh, fun and interesting as well. (laughs) Um, that would be my phone. They make the experience interesting as well, and they get a chance to learn. So, uh, I really appreciate, you know, seeing kids out on the hunt and preserve and just learning and and learning things like that. That's been a, a consistent, uh, experience for me too. So, uh, won't delay too long. Just wanted to shout that out. And, uh, yeah, here is my buddy, Josh, Josh same. Uh, gun, I know, yeah, I run a leak, gun Dog Notebook, again, we're back. Um, got an interview with Shane, a couple other people. So, what did you just ask me, Josh?
2: Well, I was interested in what's the, you know, observable difference between hunting by yourself with Rupert Excuse uh. me, hunting by yourself <laughs> with Ruger. Shout out to my hamster, Rupert. Swap names. But yeah, what was the noticeable difference between that and with me more shooting while you're watching Ruger and vice versa? Um, so.
0: Um. Alright, so the difference is when I'm. When it's just me working. Um when it's just me working, it's a lot more to deal with. If that makes sense. Like it's just a lot more to, to actually think about. Um and trying to keep him under control. I generally have to use a lot more a lot more discretion in in terms of like what and when I'm gonna say stuff to him. Cause I have to think more, like, okay, is he just is he being a smart dog and, and doing his job or is he just kind of goofing off? And it's a lot harder for me to notice things like that, right? Versus like if I have you, you know, shooting, especially how I actually like the fact that we were alternating stations like that and only oh, yeah. certain people, you know, only one of us could shoot at a station because uh, it, it, it when the times that I wasn't shooting, I could focus just on him and it worked out, versus the times that I was shooting, it was less likely that he was going at crazy, because I had just corrected that behavior right before then, you know, so it was real quick for me to, um, implement that, and kind of balance it out, so, I, uh, it's kind of nice having that, yeah, separation, right, so, The difference is is I have a lot more control over uh, what I'm doing when I have somebody else shooting. So, if you don't mind, actually, on some of the training days, when I start doing pin birds and stuff like that, if you can come out with me and and shoot as well, that would be great. great. Uh, Can you map the way home? Yep. If you don't mind, because I'm running this good old recorder. Um, Of course. Thank you.
2: So, this is, you know... Typical D. Lamar style <laughs> t- two, three t- things at once. Right. We're driving back to Atlanta from this good old reserve, right? And uh, just first off, shout out to you know Darrell. Thank you for this experience. Oh no um, problem, man. My ass is rambling, and we're not—I'm not mapping. No, it, you're so good. Hold on one second. You're fine. But uh, while I do this, you know, I felt like it was a very, uh, you know, a lot of times people think hunting from, from conversations I've had with people and even my own perceptions,
0: uh-huh. you
2: know, hunting is something that's so foreign and weird and In how the hell would I ever, road You road just road want to turn around, like Long how the, west west you know, how would I ever get and into this and, even why would I and whatnot. anyway so I'll have you know obviously from experiencing it you have an actual perception based off of reality versus just what you've heard and thought and it's very different it's very simple very very simple so anyway right. continue on with that but that's you know just kind of
0: I thought of that. Right. Um. So. What I, uh. What I like to do is. Um. What I like to do is is have. Okay, cool. We're on the right path. I like to have somebody else there to observe. And, uh. You know, just kind of critique the moment, I guess So, I guess I could ask you Like, what did you What did you think of just the entire experience Since this is totally new for you Like Sure Good, bad, ugly Well, first off
2: You know, don't do this if you're not wanting to wake up early (laughs) Right Because You know I, uh, I ended up having to stay up late last night, so I started off and I was a a little bit uncertain of what that was going to be like, being tired and such. Right. And, um, but really, honestly, I was excited. I was excited to get, get this going and, um, you know, nothing new I've been. Right been preparing for this for a while. So despite being tired, it was very like I said it's very simple. You know, we get here, everybody's really nice, everybody's uh, welcoming and that's something I've noticed right from being in the the hunting culture and kind of gun awareness, you know. Yeah. It's really about responsibility and Building other people up and and helping them be like educated. So that's what I've experienced anyway in in my um, time with hunters and with you know people who are really into the such Uh, like you like yourself like Eric. Uh, So. That being said, you know, it was a similar experience. It was very welcoming and once we actually started the hunting they had it very organized. Right. I I see that as a consistent thing is there's no you don't mix guns and unorganized. Right. <laughs> uh we'll wing it. No, you don't wing it. You you uh have it all figured out. So that's always good and if anything I'm the one who's going oh bloody hell I don't know what I'm doing <laughs> uh, what exactly am I meant to do yeah. but again you know after the first five minutes of nerves and not hitting anything you kind of relax and just let your natural instincts take place and that's when it got really easy cool so cool. I think it's not such a foreign thing as some people might think
0: yeah you just have to you, you know it takes a certain amount of practice though and preparation like you said like you can't just you're not gonna just walk out here and just go shoot a bird out of the air you know like very few people just do that um just off of i ain't never you know got ready for it but again this is stuff like that that i actually that's why i like bird hunting a little bit more than i like a lot of other types of hunting um number one, because whether it be a preserve hunt, or is this yours or mine? Uh, I think it's mine, but go for it. Oh, wait, no. Um, Before I gobble yours down. So, on, like, my bird hunts, even with ducks, which are migratory birds, you know, they kind of come when they come. More often than not, I'm going to get some action, but it also, I like, to me, it's a very fair fair game they're moving targets you see what i'm saying but it's good me you know you see we came back with two bags full of pheasants like <laughs> very thick ones at that and then uh you know i wouldn't i wouldn't necessarily be as pumped i probably would be pretty hyped about it because it's hunting but or it's 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 in relation to hunting that was more shooting than anything but yeah um that's true. it's similar you know what i'm saying as far as like the end result and the process leading up to it a little bit different but similar so with my dog that makes it that much better you know and just he gets to learn and he you know he was a little knucklehead a little you know at, at times a day it, it's just the process It's just the process, because you saw how the older dogs were that had just been out there doing it. Like, they kind of just be like, "Mm, all right.
2: (laughs) Yeah, they know what they're doing. So one thing that one of them mentioned, which made sense, is, you know, his dog knows by now to not just freak out and look all around, but he looks at the bird as it flies and then watches it as it goes down to the ground so it knows where to go versus, like... Uh, Ruger did a great job, but he hasn't quite learned to just calm down, just look at the bird. Right. And it's weird because that's the same exact thing for us. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, you do really good and get accurate if you just calm down, just look at the bird, and don't look at the barrel, don't look at the gun. You know? So, yeah. similar thing. I
0: okay. mean. It's, it's a... The whole thing is a learning process. And, you know, if you... it And because of that, I get a chance to practice more. And there is a... You, you see where your practice is going. Right. Yeah, both with the guns and with the dog. We stand straight.
2: Yeah. We're straight for a minute.
0: Um, both with the guns and the dog. So... It's cool, but I'm also glad to, that, that you know, I had a chance to get you out here. Um, it's just a very, you know, as always with me and you, like, it's just a very fluid thing. Just, it went very smooth, and, and you know, now you see, you know, now you see where else I come. Like, it's another one of my spots. Um, and I get a chance to we get a chance to end the season, right? You know? Right. And that honestly means a lot to me. And
2: uh, I'm not quite cashing my cards in yet
0: because right. I still think I can get another Hunter 2 in. Well, you got my birthday. And then uh, if we can get out here on the March 31st.
2: Yeah. Looking forward to that. Right. And, and you still
0: got two boxes of shelves
2: two boxes away? uh Ammo.
0: Oh, shells, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> got to so, use them. Right. So, uh, you know, it, uh, it got that. But, yo, it's just crazy. Some of them birds was really eating and booked bull- them a uh, shot, so.
2: Yeah, I was a little surprised when I saw them kind of, like, almost um, looked like a, a cloud of powder just right. poof out of them. <laughs> and then kept flying like it was nothing it was just like oh that bitch that was just my like decoy right powder and then you know I, I it's funny you said the fairness thing you see this. you like you know birds because it's a fair game and you know I do think at the same time of course they've got a difficult job of surviving <laughs> not going to lie they do have okay, a okay so job. Uh, <laughs> But that being said, I actually thought that in my head where it was, you know, at least you're giving them enough of a level playing field that people like me aren't going to shoot and <laughs> get it every time. There's only a few people there who really get get their shot every time.
1: Yeah.
2: So, as at least as far as an intro experience, it wasn't bad because you're like, eh, that one got away. Yeah. You know, that one got away. And uh, I think one other thing that I thought was interesting, and again, it's pretty consistent with other experiences, but you, there is kids there, there is a, there is a female hunter. Yo, her um, dog was good
0: too. Just well, in addition really to the, retrieving. yeah, she was on it. <laughs> she was probably one of the people that was the most on it that oh, i saw she had
2: jokes too oh she my god yes. yeah.
0: talking all that trash
2: um that's funny right after you're like i should say that to Ruger, and then she was like somebody gonna say like a dog uh, uh, yeah dog don't do that again well the dog's gonna look back at you and be like well
0: <laughs> what well, don't miss next time. Like, <laughs> right? She straight tried it too. I was uh, like, dang, and I did miss shots too. So I, right, couldn't I talk. can't say
2: anything. I was but, like, ooh,
0: uh, okay, shade. Fair enough.
2: Fair enough. <laughs> I don't think she, she didn't hear you though. She just heard the other guy that yelled it out
0: loud. He was like, right, don't do that again. Right, his dog. Right. Um, no, nah, I I I I didn't say it to Ruger, but I was joking over him. And yeah, she definitely heard him and called it. I was like, "Ooh, yeah. let me let me shut up."
2: <laughs> but that was funny. Um, but yeah, no, it's like you know, you find people um, from a lot of different walks of life and different places and whatnot. And um, you know, I mean, we're in Georgia, so it's not like it's yeah, it's a complete one-for-one one match of every d- ethnicity and whatnot. Right. Of course not. We're in Georgia. Right. <laughs> but that being said, there, you know, there was you still find that and everybody's obviously very welcoming. So, uh uh-huh. okay, um, Yeah. Again, dispelling a few things that sometimes you might think like
0: if you've never done it. Right. So. You're expecting it. And it's, and, you know, even on my side of things, knowing that that that's what it is. That's just the truth about it. You go, you have to, It it also shows you that not everybody is an asshole. You know what I'm saying? Like not everybody is, you know, oppressive or mean or anything like that. Like everybody is just very cool, very welcoming. Um, and I just really appreciate that about this whole community. But, yeah, no, so. that's actually
2: very big you know if you ask me what I enjoy about my job it has to be the work but it really has to be the people uh-huh. so same thing here very good people and you know much much appreciative to Shane and those guys they put together something really fun but on top of it yeah they fed us a bunch of delicious food afterwards. That yep. was, you know, pretty sure that was barbecued uh, pheasant, so that was delicious. I want to find
0: out what that is, because it. I, yeah, that was good. I'm willing to put some money on it. Yeah, um, man, I want to, I, I might take you up on that one. Lord, that was good. Yeah, five bucks. Let's do it. Alright, cool (laughs) Barbecue pheasants, five bucks Alright I I uh, can put that down
2: But also just having a fun time And they're just joking about it And they're like uh, Yelling out Get the bird! (laughs) Just like having a laugh But obviously everyone's super professional Right But it's just You don't have to Like you said to Shane You don't have to be serious little, you know, mm-hmm. mug face, nah, like, we're, we're there to have a good time, yeah. so, it made it very relaxed, you know, mm-hmm. so, what would you say, from from someone who's not, doesn't go, you know, isn't around it as much, Um, what, what would you say is that kind of
0: typical,
2: or what do you normally see when you go to hunts?
0: Well, when I go to hunts, I've never done a pheasant shoot, so number one, they're not just coming out of a centralized location and just, you know, flying to whatever side like that. The birds that I shoot, they're either planted in the ground, and you're just walking around, and your dog is quartering back and forth, you know what I'm saying? Like, going side to side, I mean. And it's him taking directions, and uh, the the element of surprise is there. You know what I'm saying? Um, but it's, it's quicker thinking. This here... As far as pheasant shooting goes, this here is more planning, adjustment, uh, repetition. And you have more time to plan, but I caught myself actually being very cognitive and conscious of how much I had to lead my shots to hit the birds, right? Like, and I, I, I could... I had more time. You even called that out to me. You yeah. Told me to do that. <laughs> yeah. Like, pay attention. And I and I did it once. I remember I had it in my eye, like in my crosshairs, and I put the beat on the bird's head and shot ahead of it. And I knew I hit it. It's just something that was like, like I had more time to plan and be more and be smarter about it. Not and, and some of those shots, and you know, like some of those shots, I knew I couldn't make so don't even bother firing you're not just wasting ammo you know um this was much more calculated with duck hunting i ain't gonna lie when i went duck hunting this season it was a couple of times i was you know throwing lead at the sky man or i'm sorry throwing steel at the sky but uh because i was getting too anxious why because the ducks weren't they when they were coming in they were but you had to kind of you had to call them in and be a little, and, and be very good at that Or you can scare them away Versus these birds I mean they may fly to you May fly to the other person it's A couple of times that we didn't even get to shoot Because they just flew the other direction But I feel like that's like the ultimate Test for like ski. <coughs> you know what I'm saying Like if you're really good at ski, I would take somebody to a pheasant shoot And say try that Because that's a. The techniques are the same. But it's just a. It's a lot more to think about. I actually really like that. And then. For the cultural aspect of it too. Uh. For the cultural aspect of it too. I uh. I like the. You know I like British history. As far as hunting. Like I look at it a lot. Um like British gun dogs and guns and stuff like that and that's something like I watch on YouTube like field sports channel and it's just a British you know hunting channel or whatever on YouTube and they have like pheasant shoes. same thing but the culture of it is totally different it's a lot more dressy I think I showed it to you one time I think so no that was brilliant yeah Um, and I've seen
2: little things here
0: and there
2: like that but I've never actually been right so. It's something you more so see on TV. or You see in movies that are set back in the day. Right. Less of a here and now, but Maybe it's more that oh yeah, man. Uh-oh. So guys, just a, a little fake ad here. But <laughs> if you want to try some really good beef jerky, well, it's not beef. It's pork jerky, but probably the best best jerky you've ever had. Korean barbecue. Mm-hmm. Golden Island Fire Grilled Pork Jerky It is amazing It'd be great If we got a little You know Sponsorship with them We
0: don't but All Right we, we need one though I would I could definitely Eat this stuff Like Repetitively It's kind of cool That
2: it can taste As good as Fresh meat When it's Been sitting in that bag You know right. Anyway so End of the advertisement
0: back to you. Back to a regular schedule program. Uh, so, all in all, I think I got out of this what I intended was, number one, to introduce you to it. Number two, to get, get dog working. Number three, of course, Bring back home his cousins. All three things happen. It's a good day. So uh um, until next time. I'm knocking off. You good, sir?
2: Appreciate it.
0: So I'm pretty sure right I can't record any more podcasts because I have bacon, I mean I have pork jer- or jerky, I pork Hey,
2: I gave a warning that it was really good
0: when we started eating, that's not a good idea Yeah, I'm definitely tuning out guys I'm sorry <laughs> I really am, this is good
2: Tuning out, 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 out,
1: out. out. <laughs> Alright Logging off
0: Alright guys, that is the end of the podcast And I really appreciate you guys listening. Again, thank you, Shane. Thank you, Josh. uh, Thank you, South Fork. And damn sure, thank Ruger for all making that experience really, really top quality, top tier. We will be back. uh, And and by we'll be back, I mean we'll be back to South Fork plenty of times from here on out. And we will also continue pushing this podcast. Again, guys, if you don't mind, if you're not doing it already or if you're thinking about it, it would help a lot to support my Patreon account. That's just going to patreon.com, you know, look up the gundog notebook and you'll find it, um, you know, link and subscribe to my, uh, podcast on iTunes or SoundCloud. I got new followers and new subscribers. Thank you guys for it. Um, you guys are really, really keeping me motivated to to keep pushing the bar and just trying to do more of this, trying to keep it as authentic as possible. I know I get a lot of weird stuff like, you know, maps, directions and stuff like that in there. But honestly, I just like the way that it all flows. I'm all about stuff being organic um, and it just happening naturally. So long and short, yesterday was a good day and... I I, um, I know that that is going to be something that continues to happen, and we're going to keep pushing the bar. So outside of that, guys, thank you for listening. Thank you for your support to my international uh, listeners and subscribers. Thank you guys for catching up and keeping up with what's going on over here in, in, in Georgia, now here in the good old U.S. of A. I know we hear a lot of foolishness on the news and foolishness on the radio and so on and so forth but it's times like these that make that make it all worthwhile and we get a chance to get away from stuff like that and really just be united as a people and not necessarily just a country but as a people we get a chance to be united in our endeavors so you know all in all it's been a really good experience catch y'all later